0: Hi and welcome to David Essel Live, helping Americans and the world to heal or heal, and right here on com. I have a story today that I'm so excited about sharing. Have you ever had someone in your life that you've looked at as like this amazing mentor or this person you look up to so much, maybe they're an athlete, maybe they're an actor an actress, maybe they're a professor and you want to be a professor, maybe they're an airline pilot or... Uh, Or maybe they're a Navy SEAL or something like that, and you've always wanted to meet them, and you've heard about them, and you've read their stories, and then you meet them. Well, this is my story about how I met one of the most amazing basketball players, in my opinion of all times, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Earl Monroe played for the Washington Bullets and the New York Knicks, and he just was my favorite. And I'm going to read from my new book, Mental Mastery and Maximum Performance for Professional Athletes the story of myself and Earl Monroe. And then I'm going to follow up with what's going on today. And I'm so excited to share this. If you have a a, a favorite individual, check them out. I mean, I'm talking about looking up to Earl Earl, the Pearl Monroe when I was such a young little boy and, um, if you have someone like that, look them up. See if they're still around. See what they're doing. That's what I did, and I'll tell you more later. So this is directly out of my book. Starting at 6, my love for sports began. It was followed by years and years of practice and all types of conditions against all types of players. My bedroom wall, maybe just like yours, was covered with so many different pictures of my favorite athletes. And because my chosen sport was basketball... Almost every photo in my room was a basketball star from that time. Now, of course, we're going back a few years, right? Leading off was one of my favorite guards, of course, Earl the Pearl Monroe. And then we can follow that up with photos of Gail Goodrich from the Lakers and Clyde Frazier from the Knicks and Dr. Julius Irving from the 76ers, Jerry West, Mike Newland, who many people may not be that familiar with, a fierce competitor, an amazing defensive player from the Houston Rockets. Then let's go on to Willis Reed and Bob McAdoo, Wes Unseld, and of course, the great Pete Maravich. My teammates would call me Earl the Pearl Essel, which always brought a huge smile to my face. And I tried to mimic so many of his moves. It was about the same year, maybe I was 10 or 12 years of age, Uh, Living in Syracuse, New York, we found out that the Baltimore Bullets were coming to the Syracuse War Memorial Auditorium to play an exhibition game against the New York Knicks. I couldn't believe it. Earl the Pearl Monroe, my favorite guard ever, was coming to my hometown. I had practiced his spin move, his reverse spin move, his reverse fake spin move so many times that I felt that I could do anything on the court, mimicking one of the greatest players I've ever watched in Mr. Monroe. It was a blizzard that night, and my father decided to cancel our trip to see the game and even possibly meet some of the stars that were playing for Baltimore and New York in that era. Because the blizzard was so intense, he didn't want to risk getting in an accident or getting stuck on the highway. But I couldn't stand for that to happen. I begged my mom and dad, please go anyway. I want to at least see the guys, even if the game is canceled. I know there's going to be somebody there I can meet, finally. My mom talked my dad into taking a chance and going down, and we got there to find no cars in the parking lot, just us. We were able to get into the front door, but the second door that led into the gymnasium was locked. My heart sank. It was broken. I wanted so badly to see Earl play that I was willing to do whatever it took. Yet after doing everything I could think of to get there, We were going to miss the players. After a few minutes, my father said it's time to return, that no players are coming. When a car pulled up, I asked my dad to wait inside with me to wait to see who it might be. And oh my God, when the door opened, these two monsters of men, remember I'm 10 or 12 years of age, came walking in right away and it was my hero, Earl Monroe. Oh, my Lord. He was dressed like a rock star, pure style, a long winter jacket that went down to his shiny black boots, a huge smile on his face. He told us that there was going to be no game, that everything was canceled, but that him and Fred Carter, Fred Mad Dog Carter, as a matter of fact, his nickname was, had decided that they were going to just come and shoot around for a while. I was absolutely in heaven. Of course, I immediately grabbed my paper and pen and asked for his autograph, and I got both. It's funny in life how an experience like this can move a person so dramatically. My love for the game went up dramatically after simply meeting Earl Monroe and Fred Carter. My desire to practice increased dramatically. It's almost like I was taken over by another spirit at that time and began to look at basketball much more seriously than I ever had in the past. Even though to me it was a love of the game that got me going out and shooting through the winters, this one experience really changed me forever. I tell that story, of course, for many reasons. One, you can grab the the book, the Audible, absolutely free at our website, Mental Mastery and Maximum Performance for professional <laughs> athletes, and read stories like, like the one I just wrote about Earl Monroe. But we have stories about so many other people in the book too. Max Crosby, the amazing defensive end for the Las Vegas Raiders, who got sober. He's been sober three years now, and he talks openly about it. We have stories of him. And, oh, Ernest Graham, uh, NFL, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got a great story about him. Greg Louganis, the Olympic diver. Oh, another story about Kayla Harrison, another Olympic gold medalist, Have stories about her. So there's stories and stories and stories about people that have inspired us, people that have overcome huge challenges. And you're going to find in this book something that you connect with. You're going to read about someone that overcame some monumental task and you're going to go, gosh, maybe I can too, which is one of the purposes. I wrote the book. I wrote it for athletes, of course, but everyday people now are picking it up and just loving reading about stories of their favorite athletes they had no idea about. Like Jeff Green, who was one of the stars for last year at Denver, who won the NBA championship. You know, in 2012, I think it was, he had open heart surgery. I mean, that's a serious thing for a professional athlete. It's a serious operation for anyone, and the guy came back from open heart surgery, and he's still an NBA star. So, see, we we wrote the book to give you excitement, to give you inspiration. And when I was writing the book and thinking about myself as a child and thinking about Earl the Pearl Monroe, I mean, it was magical to go back in time. It releases endorphins in the brain. It makes us feel good. It it lifts our spirits. Why not, right? And then I had to go out and try to find Mr. Monroe. And my publicist, TJ Toriello, found Mr. Monroe's address. And they communicated via email. And I just sent a book to him, to Earl the Pearl Monroe last week. And I'm just so excited to have him read what he meant to me. And if I ever have a chance to talk with him or text with him, of course, I'll do it in a heartbeat. But even if he never contacts me, it's worth it to let someone know how important they were to you when you were a child. It's beautiful. Hey, listen, at our website, talkdavid.com, we have three books you can get absolutely free. You can also get this book for athletes that I read the story from. It's an audible. You can get that free at the website too, talkdavid.com. If I can help you in any way whatsoever, reach me there. And until next time, do what you do best. Be the best you ever. I'm David Essel. Have a fabulous day.